1: This is D. Orlando Ludbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with the 87th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are coming off a big 38 to 14 win over the Washington Redskins on Sunday. Quite impressive from start to finish. Several heroes on the offensive and defensive side of the ball and on special teams. Today we're going to hear. From Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, Grady Jarrett, and Dan Quinn, as the Falcons have climbed out for their one and four start to get to four and four with three straight victories. The most impressive being the one here over the Washington Redskins, who were five and two and in first place in the NFC East. Here is all pro wide receiver Julio Jones. He's
2: approaching even, even
3: the- Two years ago, with his like, uh, just just consistency. That's the biggest thing, you know. Um, we get so much crap at ball players, you know. People, you know, they talk about us, you know, not scoring in the red zone, third this and that, here and this and that. You know, uh, Matt just being consistent. You know, we don't have bad games, we gonna have things like that. But Matt's been doing a great job. Um, I've been here eight years with him. A phenomenal leader. Everything about him. Um, I mean, he's a winner. Guys, stay hey, holy up.
1: Um, how big was uh you know getting a uh, Calvin's touchdown right before the half? I knew y'all were getting yes. the ball back. Yeah, that
3: was that, I mean that was big. Um, you know great job
1: by Calvin. Um, you know the safety
3: took a bad angle on him. Mm-hmm. And um, you know the rest is history. You know? and, like I said, great job by uh, taking advantage of this opportunity.
1: Okay, now it's late. So just how um how does it feel that you know y'all been fighting uh, to get back to 500? You're four, 500 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how did it feel to to, to
3: get this win here today at FedEx Field? Yeah, like I mean, it was a great win, great team win <laughs> all the way around the board, especially teams defensively, offensively. Um, my thing is, but to you four and four or five hundred, I never look um, at the record, things like that. You know, control what you control, and just you know, me just going out there trying to be my best and you know, be the best best teammate I can possibly be to get going for the next game and the next game.
1: And your touchdown at the end. uh... Uh, it didn't look like he was gonna let uh, the safety get you down there and then the celebration after
3: that yeah yeah no, Um you know when I'm in and opportun- when I'm in that situation um, I had to take full advantage of my opportunity um, I, I just couldn't let you know one man take me down in that situation we've been talking about it you know for the last two three weeks about streams and things like that and i was like I need me a string, I need me a string uh, you know, They gave me one today so I had to make
1: the best of it. And the celebration what, what was that like? Uh look like y'all had a good time over
3: there. Uh, we always have a great time. We're very supportive of one another. Um you know, and everybody on the outside looking in, you know, it's, it's we all we got, we all we need. You know, even on the road, you know, we're gonna celebrate with each other, if somebody makes a play, whatever, on defense, whatever, we're gonna celebrate and we're gonna, you know, keep that team camaraderie. Um,
1: all right, there's Julio Jones, seven catches for 121 yards and one touchdown. He's now 13 yards short of 10,000. All right, we'll go right straight to quarterback Matt Ryan. Right. Um, in our tight ends, you know,
2: in addition to that, I played really well. Matt, it looks like you're playing up to, to as well as you played. Can you talk about that and how you're going to score I feel good, you know, I, I do. I feel like, um, you know, I'm comfortable with the plans that we have and prepared and ready to go week in and week out and surrounded by excellent players and uh, you know, I have a lot of trust in, in the guys around me to go make plays, and they've done it. And so um, that's exciting. And it's fun to be a part of that. How important was that touchdown right before the half? It's huge. I mean, points before the half um, have such an, you know, an impact on wins and losses. Uh, and for Calvin to be able to create the explosive, uh, come out the back end and score was, was awesome for us. And then to turn around and get the ball at the beginning of the second half, you know, that game goes from a seven-point game to, four, you know, what was it, 28? 20, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. for, you know, we scored four 14 before the half, and then it's a 21-point game. Um, uh, that's tough. That's tough on a team. Uh, and to do that on the road is fantastic. And you talk all the time about establishing the running game. Talked about the Redskins being so tough against the run. Talked about how you guys were able to get that going. You know, Tevin, Edo had a tough run for touchdowns. Edo's run for a touchdown was awesome. I mean, see It was impressive. Uh, I was able to kind of watch it from a high. And I didn't think he was scoring at first, and then he just kept going. It was, uh, it was cool to watch. He's a guy that continues to get better every time he touches the ball, every time he plays, and, and that's good for us. It's huge for us. Um, you know, but there was a commitment to, to spreading them out and, and kind of keeping them off balance. And, and I thought our run game, you know, it kind of got going in the second quarter and, and then kept going uh, through the remainder of the game. Um, I thought it was a really good plan and really good execution by our offensive line and of running backs.
1: Matt Ryan leading the Falcons to a 38-14 victory over the Washington Redskins yesterday. The offense came out hot. Scored on six of nine possessions, uh, only two punch yesterday against the Washington Redskins. Matt Ryan was twenty-six of thirty-eight for three hundred and fifty yards, including four touchdown passes and one interception. He uh, finished with the one hundred twenty-one point six quarterback rating passer rating. And this was the, um, in his 11-year career, was the 35th game with three or more touchdown passes and his 50th 300-yard game. He has the 12th most 300-yard games in NFL history. Let's go over to the defensive side of the ball where the Falcons were charged with slowing down Adrian Peterson and were able to do so. We talked to defensive tackle Grady Jarrett about that.
2: It was unfortunate
1: for their team You know, you never want to see guys go down No matter if it's your team or other team But, I mean, whether they was there or not The mindset was the same Do you feel this was God's best performance of the year as a unit? Um, I mean, we we happy to get the win and have a good performance, but we just know there's a lot more out there for us, and uh, that's what we focus on. What was the key to shutting down Adrian Peterson today? Um, just being physical up front, guys making good tackles, and being gap time. Um, how do you feel about your play? We were watching you earlier. You were chasing uh, Alex all, uh, all out the pocket. It looked like you just had a good, good yeah. Good yeah time but, I, but I, I felt good today. Um, definitely felt like there was some more plays out there. I had another sack that I, that I literally let go. On my hands, so, you know, that's going to hunt me tonight, but it's all right. We're going to go back to work. I feel you know, defense, y'all been through so much. How does it feel to have a game, like, you know, this where y'all put y'all foot down? No, it's feel, feel good, It like, feel good, but like I said, you know, um, it's still a lot out of their force. Do
0: you feel like this
1: group? That was Grady Jarrett, the Falcons' defensive tackle, had a fine day, had a sack there to get things started early, lost to nine yards, uh, help the defense get to three sacks and five quarterback hits against the Washington Redskins and perhaps the defense's finest performance of the season. Let's go to head coach Dan Quinn.
0: And Consistently, but even past that, decision-making, the accuracy, the toughness that he displays, um, great teammates. Uh, you know that's what I think of when I get back all the work that he puts in to make sure he's
1: at his best for his team, and uh, it shows up everywhere. That was Coach just talking about Matt Ryan. Here is uh, the longer version of Coach Dan. He also gave a shout out to the Atlanta Falcons fans who made the road trip up to the nation's capital and then out to the suburb of Landover, Maryland, for the big game against the Washington Redskins
0: last week and uh, had some things we wanted to study. Uh, We had told the guys we really thought the best version of our 2018 team is still out there because we have much to improve upon, and we still do. Uh, We knew this was going to be a line of scrimmage day, and I thought uh, for the big guys on both sides, uh, that was a real emphasis, and you guys heard me talk in the week of pad level and our technique in those areas, uh, and I thought that was the real difference in today's game. Uh, scoring the two-minute at the half uh, with Calvin, I thought was a big deal to go up 21-7, knowing uh, that we were going to get the ball to start the second half, and then to finish that drive with uh, Tico, you know, having a score, I thought that was kind of one of the pivotal parts of the game, but. Uh, before I do open it up for questions today, uh, it was awesome to hear uh, all of our fans here on the road. And uh, man, that is true brotherhood. And uh, so to hear them uh, on that, uh, we felt them from the time I walked out of the tunnel uh, all the way through to the end of the game. So I couldn't have been uh, more honored to hear that from, uh, from our fans. So it was really cool to have them here with us.
1: Well, Coach, where does your team sit or how do you feel about where you're sitting here? You know, tough go, but you make it back up to 4-4 four and four with this win here today.
0: Yeah, we really, um, you know, we recognize where the big picture is, but we just try to focus on where we're at. And uh, we had plenty of stuff that we had to improve upon heading into last week, and uh, we still got plenty to work on. So uh, we got to head back out on the road again and go for it. So although we know the big picture, man, we we do much better. We just keep our focus and our our target as small as we can, and uh, we'll do that again. And the play of Matt Ryan and Tevin Coleman for you
1: offensively
0: today. Yeah, I thought uh, both of them uh, really shined for us. And I thought uh, the line of scrimmage, too, you know, with the offensive line. But, uh, Matt's ability on third down I thought was one of the stories uh, within this game that made a big difference in that first half. I don't know exactly what the numbers were. Maybe there were six or eight of them that uh, that he converted in the first half talking about the team. Uh, when those drives get extended and so many different people get opportunities to catch the ball, I thought that was a real factor. But uh, we-
1: Dan Quinn giving Matt Ryan the third down shout-out. They were eight of eight. Uh, going into the fourth, it ended up being 10 to 13 on uh, third downs. You know, so that was pretty pro- proficient of the offensive attack. Just a couple other things on some of the standouts. Calvin Ridley tied Marcus Colston and Martavius Bryant for the most receiving touchdown through a player's first eight games in the last 30 years. With seven for running back Tevin Coleman, he had a TD uh, for the third straight game and in five of his last six road games. Coleman was dynamic. He had a a nice job there uh, on the opening drive where he took the screen 39 yards for a touchdown. It was the longest receiving touchdown of his career. And third of this season, the uh, fourth-year running back had 13 carries for 88 yards, five receptions for 68 yards, and two touchdowns. He had 156 total yards from scrimmage Second highest output of his career. And according to next gen stats, Coleman was clocked at 20 miles per hour, 20.03 miles per hour on that 39 yard touchdown run. Rookie Ito Smith posted six rushes for 60 yards, including a 12-yard rushing touchdown that Matt Ryan thoroughly enjoyed. He also had a catch for four yards. He, uh, The running back has four rushing touchdowns on the season, the most rushing rushing touchdowns by a Falcons rookie since T.J. Duckett in 2002. Now, also, the Falcons' uh, Justin Bethel, Did a great job on special teams there. He had three more tackles. Now he has ten special teams tackles, which leads the NFL. Now in the NFC South, the Falcons are, you know, just kind of treading water there. Still three behind the Saints with eight to play. The Saints are seven and one. Carolina six and two, Atlanta four and four, and then Tampa Bay three and five. Next next week, the Falcons will go up to Cleveland to play the Cleveland Browns, who are two six and one. Uh, fired their coach last week, and uh, this will be the second game under interim coach Greg Williams, who was known by the uh, you know Bounty Gate scandal. Had his career tarnished by that. So the Falcons here on a roll. Three games in a row. Four and four up off the mat. The defense is starting to play better. It's easy to play a little bit better when you got a 21-point lead, too. And uh, they did a good job of protecting that against the Washington Redskins and did a great job of swarming to the ball to tackle Adrian Peterson and keep the Washington's offense uh, off balance. So with that, we're going to wrap up here with the 87th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast and get over to National Airport. Uh, They call it a new name now, but uh, those old folks know it as National Airport. And then get on back to Atlanta to hear Coach Dan Quinn at 315 today. We want you all to take care and have a great week. Farewell from the 87th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons.
3: Hip hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration.
1: The Atlanta Journal Constitution presents Hip hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A southern hip hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they
0: don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop.
2: Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop.
0: 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something
1: to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.